Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. Oh, we have a great show in store for you. Talking about today, relationships once again. You know how important those things are. But first, of course, our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. I know you've been anxiously awaiting them all week long. So let's see what uh, the universe and Abraham have in store for us today. From the universe. Happiness, dear one, is what greases the wheels of life. It, it's also what opens the floodgates. Marshals the forces, commands the elements, raises the sun, aligns the stars, beats your heart, heals what hurts, turns the page, makes new friends, finds true love, calls the shots, waves the wand, connects the dots, feeds your mind, frees your soul, rocks the world, and pays compound interest. Yeah, so easy to forget. Wild on the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Uh, having a little fun with us. Yes, happiness. How important happiness is to our lives and to um, our day-to-day existence. And let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. What true patience is, is knowing that you want it and knowing that it's coming and actually enjoying the unfolding along the way. Understand that you'd never get it done. So you might as well be patient. You never get it done because every time you want and receive, you also receive a new perspective from which to want. Life is a constant unfolding of new desires and then a constant alignment with to those desires. Abraham. Hmm. So an interesting quote around uh, patience um, and also you know, trying to sort of emphasize that, you know, we, we, we're we always like looking for the next goal, the next milestone, you know, the next bonus we're going to get. We're, we're always like looking for, for the next quote unquote achievement. But the truth is, you know, we're never going to finish, <laughs> you know, until we, we take that you know, long good sleep in the night. Right, Jeff? It, it, it's... There's always something more to do. There's always something more to see. There's always something more to get done. So life is is nothing more than sort of this constant unfolding of, you know, you have a desire, you receive it, you accomplish it, things happen, great. Now you have a new desire, and then you have another one, and then another one, and then another one, and then another one. So it's not like we're ever going to reach all of our desires in our life. We're, we're desire-making machines. That's all we do is come up with more things to desire. So what we really need to do is to understand that the journey, the process, the steps we take, the, the, the path we walk, that that's really the beauty of life. And what better way to walk the path than to walk it in happiness? Um, so these two quotes are ones that, that really work together well. Because if you're happily going about your path, you're not in a rush to get anywhere. And uh, you're going to enjoy yourself that much more. 
you know, we all tend to like rush to get things done and we forget that really the, the greatest enjoyment is in not getting things done, but in working on those things that we're getting done, playing with that stuff, dancing with it, having a wonderful time every day in just that day-to-day world. So, I hope you enjoyed our quotes from the universe and Mike, Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham Hicks to wonderful quotes and, of course, very apropos for today's guest and today's topic, as they always are. It is my great pleasure to welcome to the show Jeff Lawton. Welcome, Jeff. Thank you. Great to be here. Great to have you here. So, Jeff, after experiencing a 16-year corporate career walking around as a card-carrying member of The Walking Dead, made his non-negotiable, I love this, a non-negotiable commitment for the next 20 years to never live like that again and to do what he can to be sure no one else does either. This led him to building a very successful second career as a relationship architect. Ooh, like that title. Uh, Men's work leader, motivational speaker, retreat facilitator, and author of the upcoming book, Built to Last, Designing and Maintaining a Passionate, Loving, and Lasting Relationship. Jeff teaches individuals and couples how to design, build, and maintain the relationship with themselves and each other that expands connection, healing, and creates harmony with their spirit's dreams that have been neglected and or forgotten. Jeff has worked with hundreds of private clients and couples and has led over 325 workshops facilitating numerous life-altering retreats around the country for men, women, and couples and has spoken at numerous live events and online transformational uh, virtual events. So, Jeff, welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Thank you. Great to be here. Great. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. So, I'm, I'm just curious... Although I really do know what you mean, because I was a, a nine-year member of The Walking Dead. What do you mean by a card-carrying member of The Walking Dead? Well, that was back when I was younger and working in corporate. Mm-hmm. And I began, after I'd been there about three years, I was noticing that I'd climbed the corporate ladder rather quickly uh-huh. in that amount of time. And it didn't make me happy. And in uh. fact, the longer I was in it, I would go, I'd work, I'd work hard, I would try to be connected with people, but what was really happening was I became a workaholic, I gained 100 pounds, and I wasn't really, you know, I I would go to work, do what I had to do, come home, connect with my family for maybe half an hour, and then (laughs) veg out and watch TV or just really go unconscious. And I was so unconscious, I didn't know how unconscious I was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that's kind of what, to me, even when I think back on that period, mm-hmm. I, I was going through the motions. You right. know, my heart wasn't open very much, except with my family. And I really didn't have any sense of direction. Your quote was perfect. <laughs> Abraham's quote was perfect. It was always about the next rung, the right. next accomplishment, the next pay raise. And it just was never really right for me. And so what, what shifted? Was there a particular event or, or, or yeah. something that happened in your life that like woke you up and said, wait a minute, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> Well, there were, looking back on it, there were a few little things, mm-hmm. and you know that old saying about first it'll be a whisper, and then it's a two-by-four. Right. <laughs> so I got two two-by-fours within ah. about a five-month period Ooh. where my body couldn't handle the weight anymore. 
so I got to go through a period of not being able to walk or be able to get out of bed or do Ooh. anything on my own for close to a month. Okay. So when you, you know, when you are that ladder climber, when yeah. you're the person that Abraham's talking about, mm-hmm. then when you have to lie down and you can't move and you have to actually depend on somebody to help you do things you'd rather not have help with, right. then that gives one pause for thought. And yeah. I was in my mid-30s. And uh, so that got me to get my body back. So I okay. took several months and lost 100 pounds, the 100 pounds I'd gained. Congratulations. And then about three months later, I was back at work doing the same stuff. I looked fabulous, but (laughs) nothing else could really change. So then I started getting anxiety attacks. Ah. And they would happen, as one could imagine, at very inconvenient moments. And that was when I really knew, okay, something's wrong. I've got to start going in. And I began working on myself with a vengeance. And the more I did that, I got reconnected to the fact that that was really something I probably knew I was meant to do when I was a little boy. And, and when you say working on yourself, what kinds of things did you do? Did you, uh, I started with therapy. Then okay. I got involved in you know any kind of transformational workshop that I could find. Okay. I had a good friend that was leading a workshop that totally turned my life around. He's no longer doing it, but back uh-huh. then, uh-huh. he said, "Come on, you know, let me help you out." And right. so, I spent several years just bopping around from any kind of workshop if it seemed even remotely rational and largely <laughs> irrational i did it ah okay landmark back uh, when landmark, it was x Tony so i Robert, did the x training yeah. mm-hmm. um and then i just hooked up with a lot of trainers and teachers that were um had been very involved in s back mm-hmm. in the late 70s yeah. And I just resonated with their work, and they introduced. So I did all kinds of different types of work, but they were all oriented towards going in, waking up, mm-hmm. being, you know, as Eckhart Tolle would say, getting into the pain body. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, so I did a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I imagine. I actually had interviewed uh, one time on my show uh, Patricia Albert, who had worked with. Um, Eckhart Meisner, mm-hmm. uh, not Meisner, yeah, Meisner. Eckhart Tolle? To- not Tolle. Um, I can't remember his name now. The, the guy who started Est. Um, oh, um, Warner Earhart. Warner Earhart, excuse me. Warner Earhart, um, way back when, and, and was one of, the, one of his first employees. Or so. Mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, it's amazing how much his work, now it's like turned into Landmark and Life Springs, and there's all oh, kinds yeah. of facets and... Uh, things have changed and and how interesting how like all the work you know the different work appeals to different people um but it all seems to help doesn't it well it does and i had a tendency to really immerse in work that really lit me up mm-hmm. and so the last one of the last pieces of work i did in that period was some inner child work ah, and okay I did that, and the day after I had done the workshop, my wife and I did it together, I woke up knowing that was my work. 
Oh, interesting. So then I spent a couple of years training with a man who led that weekend, and then okay. all those Okay, wait a minute. You're not getting off the hook that easy. You just said you, your wife did it with you. So yeah. during this whole time when you were going to all these seminars and workshops, mm-hmm. was your family pretty supportive of what you were doing? Or, or Oh, totally, because they oh, okay. knew how miserable I had been before <laughs> that. Like, great, honey. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah, right, you right. know, stop just being a jerk. <laughs> So they were very, my wife did a lot of that with me and, you know, we used it to open up our marriage because we'd already been together eight or nine years at that point. So I I started doing inner child work and that was the hundreds of workshops you referred to in your intro, leading those for 17 years. Oh, wow. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, nowadays uh, I've heard people talk a, a bit more about doing inner child work, but back then it was... Uh, you know, not not so common. Yeah, I I came right in between when Bradshaw was doing them, John Bradshaw oh, okay. in the eighties, right. being on PBS and all that. Right. And then there was a period, which is when I started, when it was pretty common to bash that kind of work. Right. Right. And um, <clears throat> I kind of fit in right in between that and was kind of low on the radar. But I managed to do it for 17 years. Wow. And, um, and now it is making a comeback. Only now, instead of calling it inner child work, they call it attachment therapy. Oh, attachment. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. Great. Great. All right. So we're getting off to a good start here. When we come back from break, uh, I want to talk about what does it really mean to be a relationship architect? And, and we'll talk about uh, this uh, inner child and attachment work. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Jeff Lawton, and we'll be right back. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, Lifestyle Travel Consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people.
talkingalternative.com. The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, your host, Sam Liebowitz, and we're talking to Jeff Lawton, a relationship architect. What do you mean by that? Well, when I was looking at what I actually do mm-hmm. with couples and with individuals, and I was kind of looking to rebrand myself. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for 20 years, and every now and then you want to freshen things up a little bit. So basically, when I was talking to my business coach about wanting to reach more people, how do I do that? She said, well, tell me what you do. And as Mm -hmm. I walked through the steps, she said, you know, that's really kind of like designing and building a house. Ding. And I thought, okay, there's a really, you know, and then she actually came up with the relationship architect idea. I see. So what it really means is is I work with people to help them design the kind of relationship they want, whether Mm -hmm. they're like in the early stages of one Mm -hmm. or maybe they're like me where I've been with my wife for 33 years Mm -hmm. and you're ready to just kind of upgrade just like you would with the house. You don't keep the house the same for 30, 40, 50 years. So I work with them to get in touch with what they're really wanting, what they feel like they're missing, then what they need to see. So there's the design part. And then I help them build it. Mm -hmm. And if it's a couple who's been in crisis and they're trying to figure out whether they want to continue or not in their relationship, then we look at the design they've been using, if you will, Mm -hmm. What is it that they're really wanting instead? And then we look at how they could get there or if they could get there. Sometimes right. my work is about helping people realize that they're in the wrong relationship. <laughs> right, right, right. That, that sometimes it's better to, as they say, uh, uh, cut bait than to keep fishing. Well, yeah, if you're really suffering and yeah. you're suffering because you're essentially incompatible, mm-hmm. then there's no reason really to do that other than keeping your ego comfortable. Right. So, so how did this evolve from the inner child work? Because the inner child work is very personal work, uh, uh, kind of about reparenting yourself and mm-hmm. really um, um, giving you the, the things you needed when you were growing up that you never really got. Right. So how how does how did that come how did th- this relationship work come from that? You know, like everything in my entire really my entire adult life, this is mm-hmm. true in corporate too. Because I had a uh-huh. corporate career that I had no business having, given uh-huh. my degree and my background. Couples just started coming. Really? I mean, uh-huh. I was doing people would do the workshop and mm-hmm. then I would end up coaching them afterwards most of the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just started going, you know, I think this would be good for my husband. It's usually women. It'd be really great. <laughs> <coughs> you hear that, man. I'm coming after you. Women would go. Well, it's you know, a great opportunity for men because, like, I go to all these spiritual events and I'm like one of five men, and there are like 30 women there. And I'm like, you know, guys, this is like a great right, place yeah, to go. Yeah, if you're single, it could be a whole different thing. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, a lot of women really wanting, they would do the inner child work and then they'd want their men to do it and they'd want their men to be able to be more conscious. 
So it really organically evolved where people just started bringing their partners and then couples would come as a unit. And after a few years of that, I just kind of realized, well, I do about three or four different types of work Mm -hmm. and one can't really market three or four different things at once so Mm. relationship was what mattered to me the most Mm. both because my own marriage is so meaningful to Mm -hmm. me right because we're one of maybe three couples i know that have been together that long that actually like each other (laughs) and we still love each other audience i want to i want to i want to just point out something he said like each other not love each other but like each other and it's very important to like each other because there are people in our lives who we love but we don't like well absolutely but but when you like somebody, that's a really strong foundation for, for building on to love. It is. And that was really, you know, to like and respect each other, which my wife and I really do. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not perfect at all. Of course not. But no. I just, like I said, there are not many people I've run into that have been able to really pull that off. Yeah. And so it really, through a lot of my spiritual work and all that, it became really clear that why I'm here is to help mm-hmm. people have the most conscious relationship with themselves they can. And if you're with a partner, there's no better sandbox or fast track to get more conscious than a relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so when, when couples like come to to one of your workshops or, or or with session, like what are some of the, the common issues that they have that, you know, that really are challenging them these days? Hmm. Well, one of the biggest issues is for women with men is feeling like their men aren't really present. Mm-hmm. So they come wanting to know, you know, well, how can I get my guy to be more present? Mm-hmm. He seems checked out, mm-hmm. not paying much attention to me. No. Um, sex has gone down the toilet, mm-hmm. not happening at all, mm-hmm. perhaps. Um, it's essentially feeling really disconnected and mm-hmm. stuck mm-hmm. and you know people having a sense and actually again going back to the Abraham quote you right. kicked off the show with relationship is probably the worst place in the world to try and always be achieving yes you know like the journey yeah and people because we are so addicted i think to mm-hmm. having to do 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 and mm-hmm. climb the next you know get the next thing whatever right. that is right. then that gets into a relationship and people wonder well it doesn't feel like it used to mm-hmm. you know i don't feel the same attraction or i don't feel the same you know, no love there, or I, if there yeah, is, yeah. I can't feel it. Right. And so that's a big one. The other one will be just really, commu- I mean, everything's communication, mm-hmm. but sometimes people come because they're noticing they're arguing all the time right. all of a sudden. They're just feeling irritable and annoyed with each other, mm-hmm. and they don't really feel like we don't love each other, mm-hmm. but why is he such a pain in the ass, and, <laughs> or why is she? And you know, right. so right. Uh, they want to figure that out. Right. And then an, another big one is empty nest. Ah, after the kids have <clears throat> grown and moved away. Right. Because, you know, particularly, now this is just my opinion, everybody, but the generation, say, of people that are in their 30s and 40s now, mm-hmm. they're kind of in that generation of what some people call helicopter parents. 
Mm. So they made their whole life about their children. Right, right. And I have two children. I love them dearly. But my wife and I never made them right, the, the number one priority. Right, right. They came after our relationship. Mm. And and they both grew up to be really great men. So, you know, we didn't screw them up too bad. And so, sure they're, you know, well. when the kids leave and all of a sudden there they are at the dining room table and they don't have anything with to no to distraction <laughs> yeah. it's like okay i know i sleep with you but who are you yeah and and that can be very painful mm. uh, so a lot of the people i tend to get are people in that boat where now they've got to kind of really remodel they got to redesign right. you know right. re rebuild really Right, right, right. And yeah, and sometimes you can take sort of the existing structure and it just needs to be uh, worked on a little bit. And then sometimes you got to start build from you the ground down, up. Yeah. You tear the whole thing down and build from the ground Exactly. Up. You, you, you get it down to dry, you know, the studs and then yeah. you re rejigger what you want to do. Because the other thing I notice a lot is that a lot of people seem to really believe that how you feel about somebody when you fall in love mm-hmm. is the way that you should feel about them always. <laughs> right, right, right. All life. And and they think it should feel like it did when you were twenty five, when mm-hmm. you're you know, I'm fifty seven and yeah. I don't even want half the same things I wanted right. when my wife and I met. Right. Exactly. So helping them catch up and also, you know, like if you have a house for many decades you can get mold, you can get termites, and things yeah, like that yeah. that you don't necessarily see until you smell it or you walk on a floorboard and your foot falls through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. So, do you find um, that people coming to you today are, are a little bit different than, than, than when you first started doing the workshops? Or, or, or the... Are the issues like still the same, but they just have different flavors, or are, are, are people just starting to show up differently than they used to? Well, I think they're showing up predominantly different. You know, number one, a lot of the people I work with tend to be mid to late thirties and mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. and and really the bulk of them are in their forties, fifties, or sixties. Right. So they're they're concerned about very different things. The other thing that I'm noticing is gender roles are becoming more important, Ah, which is why I fell into men's work 15 years ago, and I really needed that as a man. And so there's also the thing about how, how does a couple balance masculine, feminine, Right. energy period right. and then how do we balance this with each other right. where sometimes a woman is with a man who's not particularly connected to his masculine energy right. so she takes that on right. and then she gets resentful because she's having to embody that energy in an out of balanced way right. and then he's feeling you know not very empowered right. and right. so that's beginning to be more and more of an issue yeah i've been seeing that more and more and and, and actually i even i mean in some cases the men really embracing of being the stay-at-home dads like mm-hmm. taking care of the kids at home while the wife is out working right. and that they do say that like women are i forget what the statistic was but but women are 
the rate at which women's salaries are increasing now is outpacing men like eight to one or something. It's right. some, some crazy statistics. So women are actually in a better position now to, to make more money in the workplace than the men are at the current moment. Well, and that also speaks to, I know guys that really have gotten burned out in that yeah. corporate mentality that are stay-at-home dads. Right. And I think there's more consciousness about how we are experiencing life. People mm. are coming because they figure life should be happier mm. or better than what they're experiencing. And I think people are more aware of what do I want to be feeling and contributing mm-hmm. to life right. and and not just be a consumer. And right. so those issues are beginning to show up more again, particularly with empty nesters. Because right. it isn't not only, you know, who are you that I'm dining with, right. but what the hell do I want? Right. You know, I got another 20, 30, 40 years. If I'm lucky, what do I want? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. It's time for us to take another commercial break. When we come back, okay, now we've identified what some of the main issues other people come with. Let's find out what do we do. Okay, Jeff? Think you can help our audience? uh, I'll give it my best shot. All right. So, everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you on a path of consciousness or spirit? Is personal or spiritual empowerment important to you? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And I am here to answer your questions and bring you experts in all areas of life to raise your awareness and support you in your evolution. Tune in at my new time, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on www.talkradio.nyc. That's Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com. 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Jeff Lawton, Relationship Architect. So, Jeff, um, you've got these people coming to you. They're everything from empty nesters to people whose uh, you know, male and female roles have gotten maybe reversed or just mm-hmm. out of balance. Uh, how, how do you work with people? How do you help them to bring things back into balance or or recognize what they should do? Well, one of the first things, a common denominator, whether it's a couple that comes or if it's an individual coming because they're feeling that their life is out of whack, job one is to help them begin to remember who they are. Because hmm. most of us, if not all of us, are walking around 95% of the time essentially running programs that were instilled in our brains from the third trimester of pregnancy up to about six or seven years old. So we're only operating in the world 5% of the time on Mm. average Mm. with our conscious mind. Right. So when you think about how frightening, (laughs) when you think about how frightening that is, um, really a lot of what the inner child work was about Mm -hmm. and what I end up doing at the very beginning is helping people just get clear who are they and what is that part of them want Mm -hmm. because a lot of us have forgotten how we started right we just kind of got trained to be a certain way because most of us grew up in households where Mm Maybe Billy really wanted to be, you know, an artist and mom or dad would say, no, you don't really want to do art. You want to be a doctor or a lawyer, right? (laughs) With my parents, it was a doctor. So, (laughs) you know, it, it, there's so many ways that we get trained, not, not out of any malevolent manipulation, but just our parents went through the same thing, right? Wanting what they think is best for us, but may not actually have been what's best for us. So there are a lot of people, really, really highly functioning and successful people that I work with, who they're kind of in this existential funk because if you remove, you know, maybe the career and the money is handled, the kids are gone, Mm -hmm. and it's like, who am I? What, Mm. you know, am I really living the life I want to be living or not? So I help them figure that out. Then once you have a better handle on what it is that who you really are and what is that real you really longing for, Mm -hmm. then we look at, okay, as your life and your relationship is currently designed, are you going to win? I don't mean win in a, you know, but are you really going, going to, to what have want. what you want? Right, right, right. So <clears throat> that's a, a big part of it. And where there's a discrepancy between what they really want and what they have, then in the case of relationship, we start looking at, well, what would, how could your relationship, if you were going to stay together, can that really fulfill? Right on what each of you want and also on what 
is most important to each of you because another big piece of what I do is helping the individual and the couple as a unit get reconnected to whether they value, whether mm-hmm. are their, literally whether their values, mm-hmm. their values for relationship, their values for life, right. how do those coincide or not. Right. Um, and they don't need to be identical, but they're really generally it's helpful to have some overlap. Right. And then once they kind of get clear, okay, I think I like this direction, this feels really good to me, we mm-hmm. want to go there together, mm-hmm. Then comes the building part where you've got to look at what are all the things that they've never handled with each other that right. have caused a lot of the conflict. The, the lack of sex is usually a symptom right. of a lack of connection. Right. So we go back and look at where the or termites are. And not, yeah. Where did you start disconnecting from each other? Right. Which will usually be a function of where did each of them disconnect from themselves. Right. And then what's it going to take to reconnect? Do you want to reconnect? Mm-hmm. And then what do we have to clear out? Because if you were going to really renovate a house, you do some demolition, you get all right. the crap out right. so that you can do the, the new stuff. And I do that with couples where right. we look at the stuff that they haven't talked about or dealt with for God knows how many years. Right. And then to be able to get that healed, right. then there's room to really build what they've decided they want. Right. So it sounds like you actually work with people on their relationship with themselves first yeah before really their relationship with another person it generally ends up being that way you know the the relationship if it's a couple they they kind of run in parallel Hmm. so i'll start design work with them as a couple Mm -hmm. and then somewhere along the way it becomes really clear how off from themselves as individuals mm. they've gotten so the the relationship with each other provides maybe an incentive mm. for going into work that is generally not always very comfortable yeah. you know it's not an easy thing to find out where you've been That's you right. know living a persona for however long you right. know i was 35 before i even began to figure that out right. and and it was very painful but yeah. I'd never go back. I'd never, you know, I'd do it over again if I had to. So, it and in a relationship, in my model of Mm -hmm. how I teach and coach about relationship, Mm -hmm. the relationship is not the Jerry Maguire, let's complete each other, Mm. you had me at hello, baloney. Right. It, not to be a buzzkill, but it's (laughs) BS. So, it's looking at two individuals who are here on this earth to do whatever their soul wants them to be doing Mm. and they need to know what that is if they believe that they have a soul Mm -hmm. then it's really helpful to know what that is and to not put the way the fulfilling on that on the relationship the relationship could serve it and help it but a lot of people get into relationship with all their wounds with all their you know insecurities and they unconsciously want their partner to be the one that's going to either fix that mm-hmm. or they're going to be the people that are going to make them forget about it right. or help right. them go into a mutual codependent delusionary reality where it can right. all just pretend right. that it's all good. Right. So it 
it has to really start with one's relationship with oneself. Right, right. Yeah, and 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 really, like I've I've had a lot of friends and even some of my coaching clients come in who, you know, they were completely unhappy with the person they were with at the time, and and they break up, and I'm like, great, now's a wonderful time for you to do some work on yourself, and they're like, what do you mean? I go, well, you can't show up as the same person in your past relationship in your next relationship where you'll get the same results invariably they don't believe me and they go into another relationship because yep. they don't like the feeling of being alone and sure enough what happens the new person they're with is just as much of a jerk as the old person they were with right. imagine that right because you haven't figured out that you're the common denominator in right. every failed relationship right exactly <laughs> so <laughs> know thyself right 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 and and ultimately the 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 partners that we're with are really like the biggest mirrors in our life right. and that that when we you know, end up with somebody who just annoys the bejesus out of us. It's really they're just reflecting back something about ourselves that we don't really want to deal with, do we? Absolutely. It, that, I mean, really, I believe on a spiritual level, we pick people that are going to allow us to see that. Right. But because we generally don't consciously go dating and think, okay, who's going to be the best man or woman to bring up my crap? Yeah. <laughs> you know, are you possessive? Are you jealous? You know, we don't ask those kind right. of things when we're taking them out to dinner and trying to get laid. It's not the, right. it's not the general direction. So I really... I think that's the greatest thing about a relationship mm. is if you look at relationship as an opportunity to really fulfill on who you are mm -hmm. and a safe place, not always harmonious or pleasant, right. but a safe place safe, right. to be able to really fully express yourself and not feel like you're going to be judged or torn down by somebody, mm -hmm. then, you know, that's really the most conscious path of relationship I can think of. And that right. does mean that you're going to get your stuff reflected back to you. If right. not by your partner, and if you have children, right. your children are going to bring it up like yeah. that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, so you're going to get it one way or the other. And you yeah. can either go kicking and screaming, or right. you can go and say, okay, I want the whole enchilada. I want to know my worst, my best, right. my what's ever in between. Right. And we tend to bring people into our lives that are going to give us that yummy opportunity to do yeah, just that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um, just quickly before we go to break, mm -hmm. when a couple comes to you and do you, how do you know if they're serious about wanting to really work on themselves in the relationship or if they're just kind of going through the motions because, you know, they, they know they really should break up, but they, they, they're just, you know, figure, well, let me just try something so I can mm -hmm. say I tried something before I break up. Great question. Um, there are a few things. One, I ask them some trick questions that help uh, me gauge okay. how committed they really are. Uh -huh. Then um, part of it is feel. I've always been really intuitive, okay. and I work with energy more than anything else. Okay. So I'm feeling into, you know, on a scale of zero to ten, right. how even engaged, how present are both of them, how much are they really connected to the pain they're in or not. Right. Then um, the rest is kind of 
hunch and 20 years of experience. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I can feel when someone's not, not being authentic. all in. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great, great, wonderful. All right, so uh, believe it or not, take time for us to take our last commercial break of the show. Um, everybody, uh, please stay tuned. When we come back, we'll uh, talk about you know what's coming up for Jeff and uh, uh, give you guys uh, how to get a hold of him. So please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com. What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, lifestyle travel consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Dude, dude, dude. Transforming Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern on TalkingAlternative.com. It's the Dudes of Disruption. The Dudes of Disruption is a new show geared toward the global tribe of disruptors who are committed to interrupting the automatic ways of their lives so they go out and leave their mark on the world powerfully. Consider every Tuesday night, 8 to 9 Eastern on TalkingAlternative.com forever disrupted. The Dudes of Disruption, disrupting your automatics. Dude. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been talking this hour to Jeff Lawton, relationship architect. Um, so, Jeff, you have a, a new book coming out, don't you? I do. Yeah. What's it called again? Built to Last, Designing and Maintaining a Last, or pardon me, Designing and Maintaining a Passionate, Loving, and Lasting Relationship. Uh, and what was the inspiration for coming up with this book? Well... I guess one thing I should say again looking at 
back to your quotes at the beginning of the show, <laughs> there were all kinds of clues from my mid twenties on mm-hmm. that I I like to write, mm-hmm. but. I always had kept at arm's length from doing a book. Uh, and I remember going to a psychic at 25 telling me, you know, oh, yeah? you're going to write a book and oh. you should get going on that. <laughs> so 30 years later, later. <laughs> here I am. And um, it, as with many things, again, that have happened in my career and in my personal life, stuff comes, I really believe that, you know, the universe brings us what we need and to unfold and I went to an event a year and a half ago in Dallas and met a group of women over dinner and we were all talking about what we did and yada 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 and I got a call a week later from one of them who has her own publishing company and she shared that she was really drawn to what I was talking about and as a publisher for several years she said there's no book out there that's talking about what you talked about at dinner so and not many books out there that are oriented to men or written in a way that men Mm. are going to get it if they're going to be willing to open up at all Um, so she said I'd love to have you do a book Wow. So that's how it came. Was, was just, I don't know. I might have been another five or ten years older before I would have really done it on my own and gotten right. off my butt and done it. <laughs> so I've been blessed to usually be able to differentiate when spirit is giving me a message or I'm just making crap up in my head. Right, right, right. And it felt right. So that's really how the book got started. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I've seen now that it's done, mm-hmm. I couldn't have written it any earlier because uh-huh. I wasn't old enough. I right, had right, lived right. I had to live the book to be able to write it. Right. 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 Cool. Very cool. And and so th- is the book written specifically for men or is it written for couples? It's it's oriented primarily towards men, but because in all the years that I've been practicing, I've had literally two men initiate any kind of work on their own. (laughs) Two. I'm not exaggerating. Wow. So I really wrote it so that it would be meaningful to either gender, including, you know, LGBT readers. It's Uh, it's not a heteronormative book. It's a people book. Right, right. Actually, it's going to be my next question is, is what about those in non-traditional relationships? Absolutely. It, It speaks, you know, what I believe is there can be wrinkles or different subtleties that mm-hmm. come, mm-hmm. say, in a gay relationship versus a, a, a straight relationship. But we're all dealing with the same stuff. Right. You know, at the heart of it, relationship is how are you going to commune with yourself and share that with another person, regardless right. of what your sexual orientation might be. Right. And so, but men, I'm really passionate about trying to do what I can to wake, help men wake up because mm. I have two granddaughters that are teenagers uh. and I look at their peers and I'm going, oh my God. So there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a desire to really do what I can do while I'm still breathing to be able to help men get more conscious and connected to their heart to find the balance of masculine feminine energy that really works for them and how do you do that with a partner and have a healthy polarity 
that keeps things interesting but really helps you both thrive. Right. So it's written in male and female language, okay. but it it's definitely much more leaning to how I think men can hear it based on all the men I've worked with. Okay, good, good. And, and when will the book be out? Two weeks from this Friday, August 14th. August 14th. Awesome. And where can people get it when it comes out? People will be able to get it on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. They'll also be able to get it from my website, but I'm largely you know, leaning on Amazon to be the place okay, to cool. get it. And they can get it in paperback or in digital form. Oh, good. So we'll have a Kindle version. And yep, Kindle. And wonderful, wonderful. Books. And so if people do want, since you mentioned your website, if people want to learn more about your work and what you do and about you know, get in touch with you, how would they do that? Well, they can go, um, particularly people that are listening to the show, there's, uh, I'll give you the link that you can go to that takes you to a particular page on my website only for people who love Sam. <laughs> and that, There's a lot of them out there. That's right. <laughs> so you can go to www.yourrelationshiparchitect.com right. forward slash conscious consultant. Ah. And those of you who go there, um, if you put in your name and email address, you'll get a free gift from me that you'll find will absolutely augment what I've shared here today. So that's just for your people. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Jeff. And then they can also just go to yourrelationshiparchitect.com and um, they'll find everything. And I'm also on Facebook. You can search for me on Facebook under... Uh, the relationship architect hyphen Jeff Lawton, which is G E O F F L A U G H T O N. And you're one of those weird people who spells Jeff with a G. No, my mother was one of those weird moms <laughs> who decided to That's true, yeah. be ostentatious. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way to go. Way so to go. Um, those are probably the two best ways to get a hold of me. Cool, cool. Very good, Jeff. Very good. Um, I'm curious. Do you see with society and, and things in the world changing so much and so quickly, do you see relationships changing all that much? Do you think um, there'll be, you know, 20, 25 years from now, relationships will look any different than they do today? I sure as hell hope so. Uh um, I think, you know, what I'm seeing with some of the younger people, like my younger son is 28. Mm -hmm. And having grown up with his mom and I, mm -hmm. I watch how much of what we've not only lived, but what I've taught, he's using it in his marriage. Oh, and wow. it's his marriage is every bit as imperfect as ours, but it's mm -hmm. conscious, you know. Uh, and cool. and I, I talk with other younger people, men and women, and they want it to be different. They uh. want... The, the younger people seem to really, oh my God, listen to me, you know, the younger people. <laughs> now I sound like my grandfather. Um, <laughs> well, you, you are your grandfather. We never thought now. it would happen. Right. So they're wanting to, they're more proactive. They're uh -huh. wanting to be more conscious. Uh -huh. There's certainly a much greater diversity of um, sexuality issues yeah. that are, you know, monogamy versus polyamory. Right. Yeah. Um, so they are changing. And, uh, you know, I'm actually really enjoying hearing some of what's unfolding and developing. Yeah. Because if there's any of that that can be used 
with people like my age that are still wanting to have a really healthy and adventurous relationship. Yeah. I'll use anything, you know, yeah. that might appeal. So I, I do think people are more oriented towards being conscious. Cool, cool. So do you think uh, we might see a drop in that divorce rate of 51% over time? You know, I don't know, but what I what I do know from what I've read lately is fewer and fewer people are getting married. Mm. That yeah. number has gone down gone in the down. last few years. Wow. And I don't think that means relationships are necessarily, no, no, you no, know, no. but... And it also doesn't mean people aren't committed to each other. Exactly. Because you can be committed to somebody and not have a marriage certificate, or right. you can have a marriage certificate and, and not, not be, be committed. committed to someone. You know? Right, it exactly. One does not necessarily... <laughs> lead to the other. Lead to the other, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It was a pleasure having you here in studio and talking about one of my favorite topics, which is relationships. Well, thank you. I had a blast. I really appreciate you inviting me. Yeah, great, great. So everybody, please um, check out Jeff's website, which is The Relationship Architect. Your Relationship Your Relationship, excuse me. Yourrelationshiparchitect.com. And also don't forget to go to yourrelationshiparchitect.com slash conscious consultant um, and get your free gift. And uh, we'll post that on social media great. later for our followers as well. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. And everybody, of course, please stay tuned. Coming up next, your favorite actor, Kevin Barbaro, with his show Coffee Talk 3.0, starting in a couple of minutes. And uh, um, next week, please stay tuned. I have a very, very interesting guest calling in, Michael Sanders, who wrote a book called um, Ayahuasca, An Executive's Journey. Uh, We're going to be talking all about working with plant medicines, uh, ayahuasca, maybe some others too, and about um, this gentleman coming from a very corporate culture and and his experiences and trying to relate that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that show. Hope you are too. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you stuck in your business or career? Trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall? This is Sam Leibowitz, the Conscious Consultant. I will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life. Call me now and let's create the future you dream of. 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials. It addresses relationships, finance, business, health, and above all, creativity. Current planetary cycles can either support or challenge your objectives. I'm Montgomery Taylor. If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at monty at montytaylor.com. That's monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at montytaylor.com. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection. The lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24.